to the Joyful Podcast. This has happened to me before. I have just been rambling on about a lot of things, and I didn't see when it stopped recording. So now I'm going to watch this thing like a hawk, and if it stops, I'm going to pause mid-thought and resume again so that we don't have this fragmented episode. Well, what I just did with that one was uh, I started off <laughs> All right. I started off with a prayer. I was chanting right before I turned this on, and I was singing um, a song by Mark Anthony in Latin. Latin? In Spanish. He is a Latino. But I was singing that kind of as a chant. And then I started thinking about this prayer, the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And then I was telling you, don't turn this off because you're like, oh, for the love of God, I don't want to hear somebody say this, this prayer. Listen to the rhythm of this. Because a lot of people say, like a lot of bits in the Bible, there's some, there's some good bits. You just got to pull the good bits out. But I was doing, uh, I'm going to be really revealing right now. When I'm in like the worst mood, I don't do myself any favors. I mean, it, it kind of feels good to get out there and do this, but I will do something like in Los Angeles, it would have been go to Griffith Park or something or just jog down straight down Hollywood Boulevard all the way until Laurel Canyon turn around go up some of those streets and uh, <laughs> and the whole time be like murmuring some kind of usually to be or not to be from Hamlet so you can't really tell I'm doing it if, I, if you pass me but I'll just find myself doing it. I'll just be reciting this freaking thing. Like it is a prayer. And um, it usually doesn't get you in It's kind of fun. Like if you're paying attention to the rhythm. But um, yeah, that's me at being revealing something that I... Yeah, I'm glad that you know that now. Because it sucks holding something like that in. It really does. I thought that to myself today as I was walking around this little nearby park, a little lake, and little, there's not any mountains like right here in Richmond, but there's a slight elevation gain of maybe 70 feet, I would imagine, 70, 90 feet, and you can walk this little trail in the woods. It was amazing, good, good session of trying to, trying to do some good, uh, exercises of just walking in a, in a clearing of the mind thing which was impossible but I guess the attempt was good glad glad I made the attempt but as I'm kind of sitting on this bench at the end of my my walk and Hamlet murmuring <laughs> I'm so glad I said that because Yeah, I've been carrying that around for too long. That guy's just walking around, listening to his headset. You know, he's probably jamming out to some, uh, I don't know, glass animals or uh, listening to NPR or something. Now he's over and over again trying to say to himself these soliloquies. One of which... Or a few of which leave you feeling more crazy than when you began. So that's why we try to find those those chants or sayings or phrases that don't make us feel more crazy, but make us feel more grounded. And that's why at some point when I stopped all the the reciting and 
and try to chill for a second on a bench, like watching the sun go through these, what I didn't realize until after I had done a few, like breath holding a few, like cyclical, um, <laughs> this is kind of breath when you switch the nostrils that you breathe in and out of. So for example, you breathe in your right nostril, out your left, push it all out. And then on the next cycle, breathe in your left nostril, out your right, cycle that out. It's a cyclical thing. Who knows if it's like the, the actual physiological part of that is doing something. Um, a book that I read included that it does, but you know, on this podcast and probably a lot of other things you read that the placebo effect, if it has one, is just as important for the mechanics that you tried. So on the days that I don't do something like that, do I really feel as good as those, those days that I did? <laughs> no. However, if you're an idiot like me, you only do the, these types of things. You only do the yoga. You only do the meditation. You only do the, the breathing technique when you're feeling like dog shit. So <laughs> whether it's placebo or whether it's physiological, and its benefits doesn't matter because it, it helps me feel good. And people have written chapters in their book about it. I think I've talked about the book Breath by um, James Nestor before, I believe. Maybe I was just telling my sister about that. But that book was pretty cool. Get it? Breath by James Nestor. Available wherever you get books unless you get your books at like the Dollar Tree I don't believe they have it there Dollar Tree is a, an absolute sham I, I used to get suckered into it all the time and I still do but less much less I was always seeking that like what's the one product the design of which cannot possibly be so inferior that <laughs> like that you can't get one at the dollar store you know so my thing was like so you would imagine like all right they got light bulbs there i wonder if the dollar tree ones like i either i can go to you know target and get a light bulb for three dollars and 99 cents or i go get this light bulb from dollar tree and then you you turn it on and it's got like i don't know some weird glow or you couldn't get exactly the the, the right uh Kelvin temperature range or something so you got to put up with this what seems like a cheap light bulb okay that's like electronics and you know filaments of burning things at a certain voltage of course they might not have the right standards in, in China to meet the general electric guidelines by which you know the United States makes sure things are sold but I needed a pot holder, just an oven mitt. All right, I'm going to go. I don't need to go and find like an embroidered oven mitt at, at Target for $9.99. I can probably just go to the dollar store. I bet I can get one of these for a dollar. And I keep on thinking that's the thing. There's no possible design flaw in this thing that, that will make me feel like a jerk for getting this thing from the dollar store. Sure enough, I get this oven mitt. I put it on it just like, I don't know who has thumbs that short and that close to their like index finger. But it was like they were like, how could you screw that up? Just put somebody's hand down on a piece of paper, trace it and then make an oven mitt that kind of fits that hand. Like imagine your th look at your open hand and the Dollar Tree pot holder has your thumb an inch closer to your pointer finger than it actually is. And that's where they put their like little thumb hole. So I don't know if it's a conspiracy of some kind, <laughs> like somebody's laughing, somebody at the, uh, 
the Department of whatever monitors like Exchange Commission or something that allows what products are allowed to be sold. They're like, yeah, you can sell this one, but not this one. And you can sell it for a dollar. Stop doing that if you're doing that. Don't approve these products that for a non-human hand. That was, that was when I really thought, all right, joke's on me. I'm going here even more seldom than I already did. Do I still go there? Yes, I think I've purchased some super glue. I don't know, something for Jack. <laughs> something that broke immediately. And I had to talk with him about it. It's like, hey, I'm gonna get you another one. It looks like you really like that, that thing broke. We're gonna get you another one, but we're gonna get a real actual version, not this Dollar Tree version. What do you mean Dollar Tree version, he says, something like that. It's like, well, when you buy something for a dollar, you don't expect to like really use it a lot. You expect it to like kind of break if you use it. And he said, oh, okay. Yeah, he kind of understood. So, good lesson. I didn't get that lesson when I was a kid. Nice. My kid is. All right, so I was talking about... Um, I'm getting the part that I recorded earlier confused that got erased, confused with this part. I'm not sure what was included so far. It was something about praying the gurus guru gurus if you say guru with like a southern accent it for some reason it it sounds even better guru i was saying a prayer ah let me start again from right there because doing the rhythm, the rhythmic thing of almost all poetry, but especially Shakespeare plays, which are <laughs> which is poetry, intentioned, meticulous poetry for hundreds of pages at a time, straight. It's great it's kind of overwhelming when you first start to realize that. And then you can realize that why there's some people who say there's no guy named William Shakespeare, Shakespeare, William Shakespeare, who really wrote all these plays. They're too brilliant. They're, there's no way. That is a conspiracy. Some people say there's no Jesus. Some people say the earth is flat. Some people say we didn't go to the moon, the also flat moon. I wonder if those people say it's also flat. Um, and there's some people say there was no playwright from was he, Stratford. I don't know these towns. Stratford named William Shakespeare. But there were... Yeah, there's all kinds of bollocks that people say because I don't want to believe that it's true. Bill Shakespeare was a genius and he was probably one of the 36. He was. Because you'll hear his, his poetry from these plays and some of the other uh, sonnets and things like that. When people are trying to share the wisdom of the the most lasting philosophers and things on on earth whether they're talking about Einstein whether they're talking about Martin Luther King Gandhi uh, Jesus they'll they'll drop Shakespeare in there and sometimes they'll give credit to Shakespeare sometimes they'll give credit to the character who said it or the play that it was in um, neither a borrower nor a lender be and they will say that was from William Shakespeare or they'll say that's from Hamlet and then some of them will say that's from uh, Polonius uh, in page whatever of Hamlet so that's how kind of brilliant that poetry was and I was on that rhythm kick, murmuring some of those things, 
as I'm walking around trying to get my head right as the sun is, you know, about a 45 minutes to an hour from down. So it's just like this beautiful freaking gold just pouring through green leaves and the cracks between the trees. And my head is just completely sideways. So I'm just out there walking. My phone's at home and I am not wanting to recite anything not wanting to think about anything it's literally trying to pay attention to in and out and the the sound of the tree frogs and noticing things that I hadn't noticed a moment before and things like that suddenly I find myself <laughs> Instead of counting the thoughts, uh, you know, reciting a poem or something like that in my head. And then saying, stop that. And then finding a, a little bench and just chilling. And that's when, I, that's when I noticed the spider webs. When I started chilling on this bench. And if you go do that, a, a very good meditative practice is to sit on a bench someplace and even if you start thinking about some movie or play or song or freaking thing you shouldn't have said that you did or something that somebody should have said that they didn't, you um, breathe, do that cyclical left nostril, right nostril breathing I was talking about, and then start to just count how many things you notice just if you had to explain a scene to a blind person and they're like, dude, tell me more. You're like, well, there's, there's, there's trees, man. There's trees? Can you describe those trees? Oh, well, there's one really close to me. Um, oh, this, this is actually uh, like an oak tree. So its leaves are have these, these they're flat leaves. There's a lot of them. The, the branches are pretty thin on this one but every single branch is covered with so many flat thin kind of like three pointed leaves that almost look like a, a, a hand if you if you put three of your fingers in the middle together and then you, your other two apart imagine that green leaf thin enough for the sunlight to go through and those leaves are all over these thin brown branches from right in front of us about 10 feet long on this lowest branch and there's a lot of those branches and the sun is pouring through those and that's just like your first description of like the closest tree and then you realize so there's a lot of trees I can't even explain all of them but there's this this lush thick greenery all around this little pond in front of us and then you notice something else you notice the, oh, I didn't I didn't notice this before but there's in that little pond there's like all these kind of like almost rotating little the leaves they almost seem brown like it's the leaves that were that fell off of trees somehow even though it's summer they think it's it's autumn they fell off so the, the pond is kind of it's not covered in those but if you really look at that water there's a lot of them and they seem to be spinning around could be spinning because there's a current because there's a little fountain one of those, those the fountains in the middle of the pond anyway the reason I'm talking about this is because I sat there long enough to start making that game that I am glad that I stumbled upon of noticing more and more things. And that's when I noticed this one spider web right in the branches in front of me. And then I noticed almost this whole tree is like a freaking like the fair, the fair has the cotton candy, how it's just a spindle 
of these beautiful spider webs that the sun, if you pay attention, the sun is shining through all of them, like all the way up the tree. And I probably had sat there 10 to 15 minutes before I noticed any of that at all. However, if a blind friend was asking you to describe something and just <laughs> the more you described it, the more they wanted to know, you'd probably, you could go on all day. You could just, you know, and so that's the game. If you have 10 minutes, maybe you could try it. Made me feel better. Not great, but better. Here's something that made me feel great. Happened a long time ago. There's <laughs> not like there aren't things recently that that haven't made me feel great. Um, the kid, the kid is doing great. He's over five years old, and he did this amazing thing. His his bravery just absolutely astounds me sometimes. It's like you learn, sometimes you learn the things about yourself through the, the way they behave that are inescapable. Like, oh man, he, he has like this trait or that trait that I, I guess somehow I inherited or was born with. That's just what we're going to have. And it it can teach you not to judge it because you can't judge somebody else like we, we can kick the hell out of ourselves when you see somebody else has it you're just like god bless that's it that's just something somebody can be born with and and if you you can't not love that about them. There's absolutely zero reason not to love them. And your your heart just covers all of it. And then there are other things that can just shock you. Like the bravery, like the bravery that you you these are the things that like you say, you're not even sure that you are that brave. I'm definitely not. But you're like you kind of talk about things like heroically like you ought to try this and then if you're scared you know you just step back for a little bit look at it and then decide if you you want to try it again but you can take yourself away from it look at it and breathe and then say if you want to overcome that thing you then you do it it sounds so easy that's not me i'm an ab i i'm not I don't do brave things. I I didn't have that approach when I was a kid. I was just scared as shit about everything I was scared of. And but then I see the kid actually taking like my ideals to heart. <sighs> That's astounding. That is humbling and in this thing he did we've been try I've been trying out churches part of the joyful podcast is that I knew it was going to be a long <laughs> road I wish I could just cut to the chase and just be full being joyous but I wanted to share some of the things I was trying out some of them are good some of them are bad some of them are uh, illegal some of them are legal some of them are morally corrupt some of them are morally pure but I'm trying to do a lot of things um, that are freeing and achieving joy and fullness recently we've been trying out churches it's been a disaster for some of them not a disaster what I meant to say was it's been like what I expected or <sighs> um <laughs> There's a lot more to say on that, but it's been just like, no, not my bag for, for some of them. 
I found one that we've gone to a few weeks in a row now. And good enough for me. Inspiring, thought-provoking, positive. I can get into a, a really great space in there with the people also trying to just like get away from their week and listen to a really smart guy talk about you know what what he thinks will will keep you happy that's I'm down with that and I found a place that's kind of like that you know nothing's perfect would I prefer that everybody in this uh, church was like on a assortment of bean bags, yoga blocks, and and found driftwood, wearing you know togas and gym clothes and stuff, and free to have conversation back to the the preacher. I'd probably prefer that, but this was a good setting. It was very good. And you could even bring coffee in there, is what I realized this past Sunday. They, they have this delicious smelling coffee when you come into this place. It's a big place, too. Very, very nice. Very, it's, it's elaborately done. And it probably holds about 500 people in this, in this place. And the whole shebang, it's got like uh, expertly, like, design, like it was designed to hang theatrical lighting and acoustic boards on the sides like this is part of it they're, they're not just building a church like part of building a church like this is you approach it from like they must hire the the when you go to, when you study theater in college I remember I had to do this be a, um, a stage manager for a while you like learn how to to uh, we call it tech week I think in the theater tech week you you figure out where all the cues are how they all work where your lights are and stuff like that basically you're you're a master of this technical stuff and that's how they even design these churches because they know part of every single service sound lighting those are a huge part of this <laughs> like you almost you wouldn't go in there with your your little, you know, cute little message without this sound and lighting. So it's it's pretty significant. But then you add to that, it's a very smart dude, very, uh, very meaningful message. It's nice. But anyway, they have really delicious smelling coffee when you come in. I got there like three minutes before the start of it at 11 after dropping Jack at the, uh, the kid's place. And I was like, damn, this coffee is good. I'm going to watch the, the song on the massive wide screens out in the, in the lobby for a little bit. But then I got to get in there. You know, I don't want to just walk in way late after this thing's already been rolling. So I, I pour my coffee in a sink and I, and I go in there. And when I go in, I realize that like most of the people in there are also holding one of their coffees. Down, down. Yeah, if you're going to make your own church for whatever you believe in. Make sure people can hold coffee in there. When I do it, I'm gonna make sure they can they can sit on on found driftwood and break into to spontaneous dance. But coffee, at a minimum, if I can't do all those other things, coffee is a minimum. That's a good touch. Anyway, we get out of this church service. I pick Jack up from the kids club. We go out far away parking lot spot. And um, he's stoked. He had a good time in his little kids part. We're almost to the car and he goes, Dad, there's this fun kind of class. And he looks back at the building. And he can't remember what it is. He goes, I want to go to this. And that, to me, I don't care what it is. If your kid is like that excited to like want to go to something, you're like, we got to find out. He looks back at the building again and he goes, ah. Oh. And I go, Jack, can you remember the name? And he goes, 
It's a class. It's some kind of a class. And I had a feeling in my heart that I heard that I ha- that I had heard what he was talking about earlier, but I didn't say it. And I just asked him if he was it a, a, a child or an adult who said this to you. Like what what was it that they said that you wanted to go to? And he couldn't really remember. But I said, we're going to go find out right now. You want to go find out? This thing sounded really cool. We're going to go right there, right now, before they lock those doors. And we're going to ask somebody to tell us what it was that you were so excited about. And so he goes, we can? And I said, yeah. And we march up there, get all the way to the doors. And for some reason, he gets terrified to ask someone. Maybe he can't formulate the words to ask like what was the event that you were talking about and you gave it a word that sounded great and I can't now I can't remember I don't know what like why he was scared but he said no we don't have to do this he just starts bawling we're, we don't have to ask anyone Whew. watching that okay all right, all right, let's just sit down on this little wall. And we sat down on this little, you know, wall and like right near the entrance. And I said, Jack, look at where the car is over there. When you were over there, you said you really wanted to find out what this was. And we said, no, no problem. We're going to go over there and we're going to ask. So you don't have to right now, but remember when you look at the car, look look how much you wanted to know that when we were standing over there. Well, we can ask anyone right now. You just all you have to do is just go ask. So still freaking water in his eyes and like a scared look on his face. The next woman who comes out of there with like the church name tag, like an authority there. Whew, he steps out. And he asks her, what is the name of the class that's fun for kids? You know, and I can't remember if that's exactly what he said. It was something like that, but he got the words out. And she goes, oh, do you mean that? She said something else nice. And she said, do you mean like the the family jam? Like the camp fam jam? Right? And that word, just that alone, camp fam jam. If you said, hey, do you, to a kid, like especially to my kid, do you want to go to camp fam jam? They would be like, hell yeah, I do. And so he just, biggest smile, looks at me and he's like, yeah, that's what it is. And she says, well, next year, you guys make sure you get on the, on the, uh, on the email list. So it was like a one time annual thing. But, Jack didn't under, didn't realize that. All he heard was, we're going next time. Um, and he was so... He was proud of himself for doing it. But to take advice like that, that I you can hardly even give yourself, like, hey, think about what you wanted to do. And, and now go take a breath and go do it. And he does it. And that's what I'm saying, like the things that blow you away and, and inspire you. And sometimes scare the hell out of you because why aren't you that brave? Whew. Trying to be brave. There's this little song about being brave. I can't remember what it is right now. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm gonna finish this this thing up. But did I finish the whole bit about the prayer? Because I'm walking around the park, murmuring to be or not to be to myself, with a slight smile, and trying not to appear that I'm murmuring to be or not to be. <laughs> hell is wrong with me um it's not gonna be for long because i'm i'm figuring this shit out i'm almost there people so thank you for taking the joyful ride with me
we're getting close. And then uh, I sit on the bench, sunlight, reflections, spider webs, the breathing. I start doing the, the prayer from the Bible. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That's what I was saying about the rhythm. Even though you're like, that's not a good prayer. Nobody says hallowed. That's not, it's bullshit. It's from like the, like some other like language or something. Can't even be true. Well, I was saying, it's a chant. It's a rhythm, and special is your name. Like you like saying, special, my God who is above me special is your name um, this was refined by a writer to have rhythm and so just like Hamlet was like refined so those syllables were were important and and I like all of those our Father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. On earth as it is in heaven. I think that emphasis there is significant, which can be done with the cadence. Because we are concerned here on this podcast with what you do on earth, not what happens to you in heaven. Because heaven may be on earth. That may be what every single spiritual leader has been trying to get across to us that you want a, a an existence that transcends further suffering on earth which means you can end your own suffering and you can ease the suffering of others not when they're dead but when they're still alive and when you're still alive and so on earth as it is in heaven. If you tried to match up what Buddha, pre-Buddha, Jesus messages were, they were about achieving a presence on earth. Eckhart Tolle, Eckhart Tolle, I don't know if how, how you say his last name, Eckhart Tolle, Eckhart Tolle. He's the, the guru I've been listening to a lot lately. Before that was Sadhguru, who I still go back with. And, um, yeah, it, it is saying the message is, is to achieve that wholeness, achieve that awareness, achieve that presence here, not, not when you're dead, because it's the same thing. And that's why that line is important to me, or interesting, fascinating, whatever. But then, forgive us our trespasses. And I said that whole thing about the debts. Like some people say debts, some people say trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us, that's basically saying, if I can find it in my heart, I should be forgiven too. Therefore, I can release my own guilt about what I did if I can find it in my own heart to not hold, accuse someone else of of wrongdoing because I can look within under that and, and and release them from the guilt so basically the same way so basically saying I hold me to the same account that I hold everyone else to and that doesn't just go one way it, it requires that you study how to release others from a guilty account which means you might have to rip into your heart and see why you felt bad about anything at all and and address those things in yourself if you really want to be you know forgiven by the, the universal spirit that is going to forgive you for shit that's a good line give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Period. There's a little bit more that goes on in that uh, poem, prayer, chant, that says something like, lead us not into temptation. Lead us not into temptation. And deliver us from evil. 
those are the lines that I believe should be stricken because temptation is a bitch but you don't want to not be led into it because then you will be avoiding something that exists in your soul and not accepting how to live with it and that is something that is very significant to probably me definitely me some of you if there's like a one thing that you man I don't know if I've ever even said no to this have you ever is there is there something like that, that you've never said no to I don't think you should like want to just avoid things because that means there's still something like in your in your heart you're not overcoming and to me there's definitely there there's those things I'm pretty sure it's sex for me that I'm like don't lead me away from that let me overcome that let me go right up next to it I choose not to for a very nice and fulfilling reason no hate against it I'm not terrified it's not evil not evil I'm gonna have a whole nother episode on that but definitely not evil and that's why I think those last couple lines are some of the ones that I I chant because they're part of the poem but thought about it today I thought that there should be a period after whatever I said there was a period after so thank you for listening to the, the podcast I think there was more I wanted to say I've been getting biblical with it there was a long time I was getting chakra with it and I was getting a little bit of a, a little bit of Hindu with it some of those traditions about the mythological gods or I don't think I've gotten astrological with it but it is kind of crazy when you meet somebody else of your same sign how you can relate and things can just go things can go pretty crazy if I meet another Virgo well because we know exactly it's like we're one person almost it's weird that's how I got myself into a little bit of a a little bit of craziness yeah <laughs> you know, it's almost like I can't, I can't judge this other Virgo because I, I relate to absolutely everything and um, that's the, the astrology and I've noticed a couple of cancer traits I don't know how many star signs there are is there, is there one for every month or slightly less than that I don't know you got about a dozen right experience with Tauruses I've experienced with Cancers Scorpios Virgos, that's about it. Anybody else, I've, I have no idea what's going on with you. Uh, my little sister is a Pisces, Capricorn. Anyway, she was giving me a good lesson about what, what she is, and I kind of started to relate a little bit. I haven't dove into that yet, and I'm not sure I will. Because like I said, I'm getting close. I'm going to wrap this thing up really soon when I achieve oneness, and then I will begin another podcast that is more productive rather than just journalistic but I definitely appreciate you going on this ride thus far alright so the three things now that I'll cover what's going on with me what practice methodology have, have I been employing and three what's going on at the world at large so now that the intro is done I'll start those three things what's going on with me I'm trying to now, doing really well with work. I've been exploring some things and trying to um, dive into just what I, the job I got right now that I've had for for a year. Last month turned a year. It was a, a career pivot, some people would call it, going from operations on a site, managing apartment properties, to a corporate office, marketing and marketing department for a big-ass company that has board meetings and headquarters and investors and all of that. It's cool to be a part of that because you I've heard about it so much. I've never been on the inside of it. And that's been it's been fascinating. It's it's been like a a pill to swallow to go from being 
kind of like a black belt in what you used to do to an absolute rookie in this and learning the whole new culture and everything but fuck i've done that so many times in life that's it's kind of what i do but now i'm doing it again for a for a while like before i did this career pivot i was i felt like i was i was so like i had nothing else to learn that i started teaching about it and that was kind of cool and that's that's what spawned the not just apartments youtube channel that i'm still hacking away at and and have plans for and building up little by little if you haven't seen any of those go to not just apartments the most successful video it's not like it has a billion views or anything but it's got a few the thing is it has like over 300 comments i keep getting emails that and i read these emails and i only read like a bit of it and i'm like holy geez i can't believe this response so the thing i'm planning recently i've been kind of making little mental notes of the emails have been coming in and saying all right i gotta go and organize these these responses and pick out which of these 300 comments merit a a reply in the follow-up video to kind of address those because some people have it completely obviously completely wrong and there's there's a lot more things like that so that was in the old industry i was doing it for a long time and now i'm in a a new kind of field doing blogging not like this is blogging what i'm saying right now literally into this microphone is kind of journalistic blogging that's like blogging for um you know for product placement things like that it's different kind of the same i don't know that's why it's that's why it's a little bit fascinating i'm learning about it learning that's what's going on with me the most recent like recreational thing i did was go on a cool kayaking trip that was two days and two nights of like to nine miles of paddling both days camping overnight on the shenandoah river gorgeous part of virginia i'd never done that before but it was a whole lot of fun and found people on on a meetup group that were going joined up with them they let me go along had a blast but now almost a month later my shoulders are still freaking sore from all that paddling i have a Whew. that was a lot of fun though tons of fun and right now i'm in my in the closet that i'm recording in now i can still see this this bag that i actually this big backpack that i bought is sitting on the kayak the inflatable kayak that i got from my sister to go on this trip right next to a sleeping bag right next to a tent holy shit all my outdoor gear is right here in this closet and this contraption here which I will not talk about and my Christmas tree is behind me oh geez I'm in the closet but that's what's going on recreationally let's see the thing at large or in culture that would be so what's going on with me personally recreationally and then what's going on with the world at large that I can that I can make a a note about (sighs) do I have anything ah there's some things I'm denying alright music music is an indicator that we're all going fucking crazy If you listen to the lyrics of some of just regular pop music right now, uh, I guess it's been doing this for a while, but it's just, eh, eh, I'm going to sound like an old guy if I say this. Yeah, I'm not going to say that. But if you get to listening to some of it as you do get older and you start to think about it as lyrics and not just like a vibe, like, oh, that's just a new, I think that's what it is, is when you're young you hear a new vibe and you're like oh that's just the jam that's just how, that's the style that's what we all go with but as you get older you kind of analyze what what is this dude saying uh i don't, i don't know you know who they are and everything like that with the the different lyrics but there's this one artist that was recommended to me watch this video 
And it's just, I like bad bitches, that's my problem. Uh, I like bad bitches, that's my problem. And it just, it goes into just like how many bitches this guy fucks and and what they like about them like this car that car and then there's you know a female artist that basically says the, the same thing except opposite like this is it's one that's really good artist the the megan the stallion and she's just like this one one dude found out about the other dude and now there's a now there's a problem but she's like winning because there's all these dudes like trying to hit it trying to pound that and that's what the songs are about. So if that's a pop song, that's <laughs> that's coming out at the time of like COVID and the time of like dating apps and all of that and kind of adds to the chaos to me a little bit. Jeez, I mean, that's why I'm going into the woods and reciting <laughs> reciting the Lord's Prayer and Shakespeare is because how do you expect to stay sane if that's like what you're jamming out to can't everybody be Megan the Stallion but we're all jam out to it good music uh, but us old folks and I'm you know pretty near 40 now on the north side of 40 near it but on the north side yeah that's that's my thing at large is uh if it if it swings back the other way just to keep us all chill or uh or if it just goes there let's just go with it yeah going with it i like bad bitches that's my problem forgive us our trespasses our debts as we forgive our debtors those are the three things everything's going to be all right thank you so much for listening please leave a comment like it subscribe share send an email and uh stay tuned for the next episode which like i keep saying could be the last episode soon god bless namaste this is what i was talking about now you get it that's what i'm talking about that's all i'm saying Thank you for listening.